Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. What would change in your life if you were to find out today that you are going to live forever? That you would not die? We often think of that from the opposite Vantage point, what would you do today if you knew you would die tomorrow? What would you do? How would your life change if you knew, if you were certain, that you would live forever? That is, after all, what St. Paul is inviting us to contemplate in 1 Thessalonians Four. When he says, we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. Paul here is talking about those who are dead, but he does not use the word death. He says they are asleep. And those who are asleep will be awakened. Wake, awake, for night is flying. We are called to wake up and heed the times in which we live and be prepared. Like those five wise virgins who had enough oil for their lamps. But we are also... To contemplate that death for you and me is but sleep. How would your life change now with the knowledge that you will not die? Last week when we heard Jesus in the Beatitudes say that those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake are blessed. Those who are persecuted, reviled, have all kinds of evil uttered against them, they are blessed. Why? Because of the joy and the hope they have In that death is nothing but sleep for the one who is in Jesus Christ. You can't die. Oh, you can sleep. And unless Jesus comes back beforehand, we will all sleep. But as Paul reminds us in 1 Thessalonians 4, when all is said and done, those who are alive when Jesus comes and those who have already died, we will all be caught up together in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and we will always be with the Lord. You see, dear Christians, your Lord, your Savior, Jesus Christ, is a living Lord. 
We believe that Jesus died and rose again. Even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. Jesus did not rise from the grave for his own sake. But so that you and I would live. I believe in the resurrection of the body. We all just said those words together. That we believe these bodies, which are dying as, they, as we sit here right now, are bodies which fail us in so many ways, preoccupy us, they're going to live. They will be made perfect as Jesus is perfect. Do not, dear Christians, live in fear of death. Death has been defeated. Jesus lives so that you will live forever. Death is nothing but sleep for the Christian. How would that reality How will that reality change your life and how you view it? Because you know all the things that preoccupy us, and we all have fears, we all have insecurities, we we all have things that are on our minds and on our hearts that are causing grief and sorrow and trouble for us. It's all death. Oh, it might be your, your actual physical body breaking down and sickness, disease, or someone you love who is enduring that. That's death. But you know what? Worrying about your bills or your job or your family or the world or wars or disease or division and hatred. It is all death. We live in a culture of death. It's all death, but you, Christian, you can't die. Not eternally. You can sleep for a time. But Jesus is coming again. In that parable from Matthew 25 about the the ten virgins, the five wise and the, the five foolish, what distinguishes the wise ones from the foolish ones is having enough oil for your lamp. So when the bridegroom comes, you're ready to enter into the feast. Now there's a lot of different interpretations of what that oil is. What is it that we're supposed to have when Jesus comes back that some will have and others won't. There's a lot of, it could be faith. It could be trust in God and in Jesus. But I think it could also be hope. Paul says, we do not want you to grieve as those who have no hope. You have hope. Because death and the grave cannot keep their hold on you. 
You, dear Christian, are meant to live. And so that's why we, we have no need to fear persecution or hatred or evil things being uttered against us because we bear the name of Jesus. Because yes, they can take our life only for us to take it up again. Because Jesus lives. How would you live going forward today with the knowledge that you can't die? Because you can't. Jesus is risen. And as Paul said at the close of our text for today, we are to encourage one another with these words. There should be nothing to stop us from living joyfully day after day and sharing that joy and encouraging one another that we have a risen Lord Jesus. I know. Sin gets in the way. Death tries to get in the way. But as surely as Jesus is risen from the dead, you too will be raised. You have a hope that never runs out. It's never in short supply. It fuels your lamp all through this present age and into eternity. So we will always be with the Lord. Dear Christians, do not let death and this culture of death, do not let it overwhelm you. It's already been overcome by Jesus. He lives and reigns forever. But not by himself. You, you live and reign with him forever. Encourage one another with this. Go boldly and joyfully as God's dear children, bearing his name, enduring every attack that death will throw at you, knowing your risen Lord Jesus is already victorious for you. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.